Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? History began on July 4th, 1770s. This is where the fun begins. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Geeks Rants About. In this episode, we are ranting about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Prepare for me to get that name wrong a lot during this episode. I will be calling it Enter the Spider-Verse, Enter the Spider-Verse <laughs> 2. But I'm your host, AJ. With me, of course, is Mr. Hitpoint Heath. What's up? And I got to work on a nickname for you. I want to find a good, solid one because you're going to be you're here for the long haul. We got Ryan. What's going on, my dude? Yeah, I mean that my nickname is just my name uh, for now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, how much easier can that get for everybody listening at home? Fair. Not a lot of those out there in the world. They'll remember you. No, <laughs> I am a, a very memorable move. person. You have the people that like have a unique, like Madonna or something. They like claim it's a unique name. It's like <laughs> the, uh. the balls it takes to claim Ryan, <laughs> just the one, mm-hmm. the first name. <laughs> I like it. Uh, nobody's done it yet, so I might be the first. That's true. I agree. I think I said we move forward with this, but okay. uh. Before we uh, get started here, I just wanted to bring up because I was on the edge of my seat when I uh, when I saw this. I talked to Heath about it a tiny bit, but on a previous episode, we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy three, and we talked about mm-hmm. my gripes personally with James Gunn like clarifying something about the movie that wasn't really done, in my opinion, well in the movie. He did it again since we talked about this with the fate of the High Evolutionary Ryan and Heath. Did you hear about this? I have, yes. No, I don't think I have seen this, actually. James Gunn, I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever medium. He's like, yeah, High Evolutionary is totally alive. Drax carried him out of the uh, of the exploding ship. And I'm like, dude, you can't just say that after the movie. You got to show that, dude. How hard is it to have a close-up yeah. shot of Drax lifting him up over his shoulder? So he's very much alive. Apparently, he's in jail at nowhere, according to James Gunn, post-movie. I feel like uh, there's no jail cell on nowhere that could hold him. I feel like right? that's I feel like that's a bit extreme. He he literally like blew up an entire room of people just because he was having a hissy fit. So I feel yeah. like uh, I feel like that's not. Uh, you know, I'm going to ignore that one that he said. <laughs> well, the thing is, he's you, out. His hands are clean. So the next right. writer, director, whoever does something can ignore Good that luck, completely pal. because it wasn't in the movie. It's true. Do you so feel like, like they will pivot at all? Like get off of Kane a little bit because of the whole issue with majors and just go high evolutionary all the way? Or is it just too deep in now at this point? I wouldn't be mad at it, but I don't know. I think they'll just recast the character before they would yeah. change the change the plan. Fair they'll enough. do the uh the Matrix re- reloaded or no revolutions where they're like, I'm the Oracle. They're like, You're not the Oracle. She's like, I'm different, but I'm the Oracle. <laughs> I'm different. They'll, right. they'll do that with with Kang. They'll be like, You're not Kang. He's like, I am now. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a squeaky clean record. Same with oh god, I don't I don't want to give Ezra Miller any attention right now. We're here to talk about Spider Man, everybody. All right, uh, before we get started here, I'm gonna try to give you a little bit more time here, Ryan. But you have a bit for oh, us. Oh no, I'm ready. You I'm get, ready. All right, the floor is yours then. Yeah, go for it. Consummate professional comes to the table Hell yeah. once Absolutely. again. We need those. Um, so uh, there is a like little bit that we do sometimes on uh, on another show that I tend to pop on to from time to time. Um, it's like, we call it, uh, I don't have a full name for it, but I'm going to go with box office beatdown. All right. Um, mm, okay. Now, I don't know if you guys have listened to the episode that just came out yet. We did it at the end of that episode where I had Cameron and Joel, my other co-hosts, 
rank the uh, A24 films, their top 10 based on uh, worldwide gross. I have not uh, listened to that yet, no. I wanted I to do I wanted to do something similar with you guys, but we're gonna do a more fun topic because A twenty four movies are kind of boring <laughs> to talk about. They're very good, very good films, like some of the best films being made. But in terms of like a fun topic to talk about, not the most fun. Sure, sure, um, sure. So this will be way more fun and in line with today's topic for the show. What I want you two to do: go from one to ten, rank the. Non MCU Marvel films based on worldwide box office. Let's go. Holy shit. Okay. Yep. So, like, if you have any, just a couple clarifiers. Uh, Big Hero Six does not count. I'm not counting it. Sure. Um, because you know that's the loophole of like, well, technically it's a Marvel comic, but we're gonna separate that one. Um, but anything else that has that Marvel logo at the front is eligible. So sounds good. And this is gonna be um, a uh, like a joint effort, correct? Like yep, we're gonna you guys are gonna discuss. Do, yep. You're going to do it together. Um, so non, you, you said yeah. non-MCU. Yes. And uh, when I say non-MCU, um, I know it's convoluted now with the multiverse and stuff. I am saying the movies that don't have like that MCU Marvel Studios logo attached okay. to them. Fair enough. Um, are the ones that I'm referring to. All here. right. Let's try to do this. So we're starting with number 10, I guess, the... The, you, yeah, the I mean, bio. you guys, what you guys can do is you don't have to like go in, you don't have to run through it now. You can talk through it together, figure out what you want on the list, try and rank them the way that you think they are. And when you guys are ready to lock in your answer, that's when I'll come in with the answers. This is going right. to be interesting. I think you're right, AJ. Start with the bottom up. Okay. Right? Sure. I think Dark Phoenix has to be down there low. I think that, no, that movie tanked. So we're going, wait, we're going with right. the highest box office, right? Yeah, you only want the top 10. Yeah. Like Dark Phoenix like, bomb, okay. dude. So no, I yeah. don't think any X-Men movies are actually making it on the list. Damn, okay. Ah, I don't know any hmm. X-Men movie. Maybe the third one. I remember the third one There's did so really well box office wise. <laughs> God, Maybe this we is should part. go in opposite. Let's go to number one. You what do you think the top grossing? One? The number one you should get, grossing. It's usually easier to go with what you think the highest grossing would sure. be and work your way down. It's got to be the Dark Knight Rises, I think. I think that one had the biggest. No, no, just no. This is just, just Marvel. Just DC, Marvel. Just right. Marvel. Okay. Just yeah. Marvel. Oh, no man. DC movies. Okay, so Spider Man. Ooh, it's probably a Spider Man movie, right? Surely it's Spider Man. I would think it's Spider Man. Yeah. I, I think I'm very sure it's Spider Man three because that movie did destructive at the box uh, box office. So let me write it down so somewhere. Many let me go. Of them. Yeah, you, you get this. You get, get your pen. I know you have one on you. I got. Yeah, yeah you, got, you know you I gotta, do. You got to scribe this out to make it so easier. So number one, I am very. I'm pretty confident it's going to be Spider Man three, Raimi Spider Man. <laughs> Over Spider Man two, Amazing Spider Man, all that. You're thinking three. I yes, because just the. It's one of those things where like it's it's like what, when I said with the Dark Knight Rises, like the Dark Knight was so great it led into the box office for Dark Knight Rises. So Spider Man three, okay. I think, was the same way. Uh, got, oh man, so with Marvel. Bl Let's get so I don't think Blade any of the Blades make the cut. No, unfortunately, they not. did not They're do that. Movies, was, but no. That was before the the before time. So let's Deadpool is up there somewhere. Deadpool has to be Deadpool two did a one of them did I think close to a billion. I want to say Deadpool one did. I'll keep it on the list. So Deadpool let's just, two Deadpool for sure needs to be on the list. That's probably going to be actually yeah because Deadpool no Deadpool two did better than Deadpool. Oh God, which one is it? I know because they're the top three or four rated R movies of all time. I'll go with Deadpool 1. I thought it was the first one, yeah. Ooh, did Deadpool 1 do better than Spider-Man 3? We are handicapping ourselves. We're going to like get the first one wrong, and that's going to put all of ours like, completely out of wrong, order. Correct. 
Let's just let's go with All their right. guts. Go with their guts. Don't overthink All this. Right. Logan is up there as well. Uh, dude, I keep forgetting the X-Men movies. <laughs> uh, Logan did really well too. So Logan probably did well. So De- let's put, I think Deadpool. Oh God, did Deadpool do better than Spider-Man 3? I'll say sure. I'll say Deadpool. No, I don't think so. I think Deadpool did is number two. <laughs> then Deadpool 2. Okay. Okay. I'm okay with this so far. I'm, oh my God, I have zero faith in this. Uh, because we're ignoring Spider-Man. Like we're just like not, we don't think the amazing Spider-Man did, uh, did these numbers. Are we counting into the Spider-Verse? Good question. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, that would count. Yeah. That did not do particularly great at the box office. It didn't do fantastic. Yes. Uh, okay. Are these, are we just going live action? No, No. it's no, anything. Anything So like the anime, yeah, anything, anything that theatrically released and had a box office number to work with is eligible. I am if if you say something that I would deem not eligible, I will tell you. Okay. I'm just okay. gonna start from the beginning here in terms of like timeline wise. Spider-Man, the first uh Sam Raimi part one did great. Yep. Part two did great, part three did great. X-Men one did good, X-Men two did great, X-Men three, I think, did really good. Uh last going to first class. First class, I think, did good, not great. I think it did good, like pretty Days good. Days of Future Pass. Days of Future Pass, I think, did pretty darn good. And that led into Apocalypse, which did bad. Awful. And then Dark Phoenix, don't even worry about there. Dark Phoenix. Uh, Daredevil, Ben Affleck Daredevil didn't do particularly great. No. Uh, <laughs> Elektra, don't even mention it. No. I'm just trying to think of all those Marvel movies before, Blades, in the before no. time. Okay. New Mutants, no. So we got to put Spider-Man's on this list. We got Spider-Man 3, we got Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool 2. I'm going to go with... I'm probably, I think run Spider-Man's, Logan, So Spider-Man. Do you, here's the question. Do you think Spider-Man 2 did better than Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2? Oh, shit, dude. I think no. I think it was a reboot. It had some fresh eyes. MCU is getting traction at that so point. So you think Amazing Spider-Man did I better? I think Amazing Spider-Man right. is slightly better. Do you think Amazing Spider-Man two, 1 or 2 did better? Oh. Uh, because I cannot recall. <laughs> I'll say 1. 1 probably did do better. Because it wasn't like it was that good that it was. it got the hype for part 2. Yeah. So okay, sure. So Spider Man, Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man two. After that, and number five. So now number six. Uh, probably the. I'll probably go. Okay, do you, lo, first Spider Man or Logan? Logan. You think Logan did better than I, first Spider Man? I think so. I think Logan had so much word of mouth. I'll go and with again, you on MCU this one. MCU attraction. And then I'll go. So number six is Logan. Number seven. That's just first Raimi Spider Man. Uh, so that leaves eight, nine, and ten. Oh, X-Men's man. run X-Men's surely it has to be an X-Men movie well actually I think Amazing Spider-Man no no we got the Amazing Spider-Man's out so that's Deadpool we got Spider-Man 3 you think Spider-Man now I'm questioning that I think Spider-Man 3 is the best or the highest grossing uh, that's, a, that's a tough sell for me at least because it also did get shit on it got cra- yeah it did which killed the franchise but dude that movie did gangbusters right uh, so now I think first Days of Future Past, I think, is probably Days of Future Past. Uh, you think top grossing? Yes, because it did. It had good rewatch, and I the first first class did great, or like was good enough well. that like got the excitement. That's how the tendency like goes. Like if a movie's good, the sequel will right. get a good box office. I 100 percent agree with that. That so nine idea. and ten. This is gonna be some bullcrap. Where it's like it's a Marvel character that's barely a Marvel character. Uh, nine and ten. Nine and ten. I think you're on the right track. With the X Men's X Men, uh, it's determining which one goes first. I think X Men three, X Men two, 
three, then two. Okay. Because I remember it's again two is so good it got the high for three. So Ryan, before we forget, before we get too far, Fantastic Four, the first one not oh, on there. You don't think those? I think they did bad. Part two did awful, but I don't think part one did great. Obviously, the reboot. I, I didn't see myself absolutely. Oh, ass, I'm not even thinking of Fan Four sure. That movie tanked. I know that movie Fan tanked. <laughs> it was on refund. If that tells you anything about how that movie did. Uh, okay, I think we're locked in. So Ryan, yeah, you guys, okay. feel, you guys feel good with it? Yep. So no, absolutely. We'll go not. from so, but. Go ahead. Yeah. Why don't you give me your list from ten to one? So starting at number ten, we have X Men Two, X Men Three, Days of Future Past, Spider Man, Sam Raimi Spider Man, Logan, Amazing Spider Man Two, Amazing Spider Man, Deadpool Two, Deadpool, Spider Man Three. Okay. Um, I'll say you had eight. <laughs> Of the 10 movies. that's I'll take that um, as a win. In the top 10, yeah. that's, something. that's yeah. something. You don't have them in the, the <laughs> right spots right. in well, most cases. We're idiots, everybody. Um, <laughs> that's how it usually goes, though, with this. Like, right. you usually get the movies. What two um, do you think we missed, Heath? There's going to be one that you're going to be very, when I tell myself? you, you're going to be probably, upset. Probably yeah. for takes Fantastic Four, probably. Um, and is it, probably I, will, I will say, I will say. It was a movie that you neither of you mentioned the entire time you were oh, discussing. Oh wow! So, okay. uh, with without further ado, I'm going to go from ten to one and give you the box office Let's hear number. It. All right. So coming in at number ten, at six hundred nineteen million, is Logan. Oh, wow, really? that's number ten. That's god dang. There's no losers sorry, to be clear AJ. at this point. Like good for Logan, six hundred million. <laughs> Honestly, at number nine, coming in at seven hundred and nine million dollars. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. All right. Wow. Coming in at number eight at 746 million. They're getting smaller. X-Men Days of Futures Past. Okay. I'm so happy that movie did We were up there. Yeah. At number seven at 757.9 million. So barely beat it. The Amazing Spider-Man. All right. Coming in at number six. At seven hundred and eighty-three million dollars, Deadpool. Oh wow! We were thinking a little bit too highly of that movie, huh? At number five, at seven hundred and eighty-five million dollars, barely. Deadpool two. Deadpool two. Yeah. Oh, Damn. Dang it. it. Yeah. They were within two million dollars of each other, which is crazy. That's crazy. A smaller That's gap insane. though. They think they upped the budget with uh, the second movie. At number four. 789 million. Again, barely. We have Spider Man 2. All mm. right. <laughs> Number three at 821.7. Spider Man 1. Spider Man 3. We have Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Coming in believe at $856 million. <laughs> Venom. Oh, no that bums fucking me out. way. Get out of here. I can't that believe you guys did, me. didn't think about it. Because that movie is such trash. I understand the money. Tom Hardy was doing some shenanigans. He was buying out theaters to get yeah, that movie Yeah, for sure. Up. Every ticket sold is Tom Hardy's <laughs> There's dollar. no way that, that movie almost was almost made a billion dollars. That's some trash, dude. Number two Over on the Sam list. Over Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I mean, get out of here. What? And the, <sighs> the number one film. If it's... Carnage. Yeah, I'm going to be eight, throwing eight hundred ninety point eight million. I refuse. Is Spider Man three? 
Okay, good. I'll take it. So you we got number one right. right. That one. We knew yeah, that we got one. the first one right. We knew that one was a was a freaking bomb, dude, or like a, a good bomb, like a, just a juggernaut. Honestly, for your for your first attempt, a solid outing by you two. I will say. <laughs> what I, I well, need to look you. up what let there be carnage made, <laughs> just because I'm so mad that Venom wasn't on the list at all. Bog, with a budget of 110, it made 506.9. Yes, yeah. yeah. it did not do well. It's too good. That's still too good for that a is movie. Still, that's too. That's too good. But hopefully, that'll shush the whisper, keep the whispers for uh, the three to uh, to a roar. But speaking of Venom, I, I would I would imagine that uh, if we were to redo this again in about a month, month and a half's time, a certain other film would probably break into this top ten. Which mm. brings us back to Across the Spider Verse, which. <laughs> Constant professional, my dude. This movie is doing very well in a time where movies are not doing very well in theaters. Just wait till Beast Wars comes out. We'll be fine. I think that'll actually do pretty good. I think cinemas. You can't judge cinema until the next Transformers movie comes out. (laughs) That is the general rule of thumb. I think that's what they taught in film school. Uh, It just it made something that makes that. It's part of his bit, but so Burt Kreischer's movie, The Machine, came out and it's mm. it's bombing. It's not doing well. Yeah. But they asked him, I, th- I forgot who asked him, but someone asked him, like, what do you think the opening weekend's going to be? He said $150 million. He thought his movie he was going to make $150 million? was going to make $150 million opening oh weekend. God. And like, the. Ugh. Like I'm trying to think, I like, entered the spider or across the spider verse made like 120 <laughs> In the yeah, weekend. yeah, I feel a little bit bad for him. Maybe just complete ignorance. I it don't is, know. It's ignorance. It's com- but it's like comedic ignorance where he's like, yeah, yeah you sure. have to believe you have to believe your movie's going to make that much money. <laughs> Too true. true. But yeah, he can't yeah. go on the press junkets and be like, I mean, if we get like 15, bomb. we'll be it's happy. It's a rated yeah. comedy. It's going to make 20 to 50 and that's a win because it costs like five million to make. I don't mm-hmm. even know the budget. I'm going to have to look that up later, too. But we're not here to talk about the machine. We're here to talk about across the spider verse. Uh. So we're, uh, this is part two of a trilogy, at least thus far as time of recording. Lord knows what can happen mm-hmm. in the future, especially with the money that this movie's making. Yeah, Lord and Miller knows what's going to happen next. Yeah, for sure. They absolutely know. And I'm sure they're <laughs> the ones that are probably tapering like the, the requests down. And they're like, no, we're not making this a freaking quadrilogy or a whole like 10 part <laughs> series. Uh, but I imagine we are going to be uh, by the end of this. I imagine we'll be talking what potential spinoffs are going to be coming from this. But uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on Enter the Spider-Verse? Then kind of leading into your expectations for this sequel. Oh, like for Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, what, what are your I thoughts on the, the first, first movie and, that kind of, and then talk about your expectations for this one? Yeah, um, Into the Spider-Verse is fantastic. Like that movie is incredible. Um, it's a, It revolutionized certain elements of animated films. It was easily the best animated film of, I believe that was 2018 that that came out. Won an Oscar um, for it. One of the... One of the best films to come out that year, in my esteemed opinion. Um, I know a lot of people say it's the best Spider-Man movie. Um, I I don't know if I would say that, but I wouldn't want to argue against it. Because I think those people that say that do have a leg to stand on. And I'm not one of those people that thinks animation is below standard filmmaking. I mm-hmm. think if anything, it's harder to do sure, than, yeah. than standard filmmaking. Um, so that wouldn't be the reason why I wouldn't have it up there. I would probably think about it. I actually rewatched it in anticipation for this new movie like three days before I saw it. It's like, I just haven't seen it in a while and I wonder if it still holds up. And yeah, it still holds up. That movie is incredible. For sure. So going, in, going into this one, my expectations were very high because from what I was seeing, 
from like people that had seen it and like what reviews and things were because I don't find them that often. But everything I was hearing was like, oh, this isn't like one of the best films of the year. It's a fantastic sequel. It's better than the first one. So my expectations were very high. Heath, same question. What were your expect or how what did you think of uh, Into the Spider-Verse and what did you think of or what were your expectations for this movie? I mean, I, I slept on Into the Spider-Verse really hard. Like I was, I really dismissed it because it was an animated film. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to see it in theaters. I was like, it's an animated film. I'm not going to see this, whatever. Kind of really dismissed it. <laughs> I, for sure. Do myself. A ha- yes, absolutely. It's not in Japanese. <laughs> Those because are the only then, cartoons I want to watch in theater. Because <laughs> <laughs> then my friends, AJ and at the time Lee, had cho- told me like, you have to see this movie. You have to see it. Watched it. Was thoroughly disappointed that I didn't go see it in theaters. I was mm-hmm. like, God damn it. I missed out on this. This is an incredible movie. I, I do think it's one of the top Spider-Man movies of all time, for sure. Oh, um, yeah. It's an incredible movie. So obviously going to this film, very high expectations. The promotion for this film was incredible. The album, they were rolling out, you know, like who's going to be on the album, Metro Boomin and Kenny Beats and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. I'm oh, so yeah. hyped for this. So going into it, very high expectations. I'm actually the guy you're talking about, Ryan. Uh, into the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Okay. I, and I, I, it's, I mean, I like the movie a lot. I can have a whole episode about my love for this movie. I think that it is... <laughs> an incredible piece of art that I also slept on Heath. I did not see this in theaters. I, wow. I'm part of the reason why I didn't do particularly great. It did well yeah. to be clear, but it didn't do like what we're at, what this one's doing in the box office. I just same kind of thing where I'm, I, at that point I'm like, it's not MCU and <laughs> it's just a, it's a kid Spider-Man it, movie. It, it, I mean, it did come out in between infinity war and Endgame. so like if you weren't attached to the mcu during yeah. that era people right. were like yeah it's around venom time as well and people exactly, were yeah like yeah, i don't want to see any sony verse stuff yeah, yeah at that um, point i'm so tra- this one yeah. yeah this one had an uphill battle for it really sure. did and that's like I'm, that was also i think part of it where i was like trying to vote with my wallet of no marvel needs to have the <laughs> spider-man rights i'm right. gonna support sony's <laughs> version of it and then me, on a whim me and a buddy red boxed it if anything we're like let's just watch this movie uh, I think it was because it got nominated for an Oscar. And I'm like, okay, there's got to be something here. Oh my God. I was shattered by it. I, th- like I said, it became my favorite Spider-Man movie. And so that led to very high expectations for the sequel. When they were, I think it was, they were pretty transparent about this being a trilogy pretty early on, uh, at least they in were, this yeah. development for this movie. So I was very, I, I, I think generally <coughs> part twos and trilogies tend to be one of the better movies just kind of going based on, you know, pattern before. So I was like, this mm-hmm. one needs to be something special, especially if you're trying to tackle the first movie, which can lead us into this, uh, this talk, uh, Heath and I saw it together. We saw it freaking late. That was minorly a mistake. We saw it because minorly. Yeah. We saw it uh, last weekend and it's, uh, cause I had my, my gender reveal. I'm a, having a little girl, everybody. And Hell so yeah. we, I was like, okay, so, but I'm with family with you know families visiting I'm like when am i going to sneak out to see the spider-man movie huh. uh so we're like let's see yeah like 10 20 10 30 at night it's a two and a half hour movie it is 220 i'm like this might be a mistake but i was i'm i guess spoiler i was very uh content with or very happy after uh, i saw it so uh, let's start with uh with you ryan like broad strokes here what did you think of the movie um i think it's great i think the visuals are even better than the last time. Uh, there's a couple in particular that I'm sure we'll touch on uh, as we go. Um, I have some questions about some things. Sure. Um, 
I think the first one is better, and I might be in the minority on that one. There's a seems to be a lot of people that think this is the best Spider-Man movie to ever be made. So I'll be curious. And I, I, I could see some of their points. Um, I would say I was overall fully entertained in what I was seeing. I enjoyed every second of it. And I am very much looking forward to what the next chapter in all of this is, especially if it is just going to be three movies. If, if this was like the empire strikes back of the franchise, which it had those elements to it. <laughs> it did. Um, where it's like, oh, the heroes lose in the second one. How will they ever recover? That that is what happened. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with the third one. I'm very excited to, for Beyond, but uh, for this one on its own, I still think it was a fantastic film. All right, Heath. Uh, same thing. I think it's a fantastic film. I think the visuals out of ten, it's a million, a million ten. Yeah. Uh, visuals. I could not get my eyes off the screen. But like you, Ryan, I, I don't. I after the movie with AJ, I was like, I feel conflicted mm-hmm. and I couldn't put my finger on it. Something about this film felt off. I could not understand why I felt that way. I've processed a few more, so not, uh, a little bit more time. So I think I know what it is now. Um, but I think it's a fantastic film. Visuals are outstanding. I had some issues though. Yeah, I, I adored it. I very much agree with you, Ryan. The first one is still my favorite Spider-Man movie. This is still a, an incredible Spider-Man movie. And I, I am very looking much for looking forward to this discussion because these are very different movies. They're extremely mm-hmm. different movies. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, major spoilers, everyone that are that's listening to this, we're going to dive right into this movie. This movie did what God of War Ragnarok did, in my opinion. <laughs> Where's this yeah. going? Where the God of War 2018 is a compact, very straight story. Not okay. very big okay. at all. In fact, it's it's, like I said, compact. This movie... <laughs> knew better in my opinion than to do that again so instead it went grander with an even it's funny it's it's grander with an even smaller story where it's the the grandness that's kind of the 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 focus of the this movie as opposed to what's literally happening because you can like sum up the movie in a handful of like two sentences for sure yeah like the Mm -hmm. multiverse is broken and miles is trying to like fix it or trying to, I guess trying to more break it. He's just trying to save his dad. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And so there are, I forgot who said it. The maybe Ryan, you can help me out with this, but there's only, uh, there's a couple, there's only a few ways to do a sequel. You can go 10% like bigger. You can do, yeah. or you do the same movie again, or you can do 10% bigger. You can dive more into the world. This very specifically chose to just go bigger as opposed yeah. to. They went, the yeah. Th- that's exactly what they did. They, um, you know, because in the in the uh, first one, you really only see the one universe and we see just other elements of other universes coming into this one. Whereas this one, it's like, no, we're going everywhere. Like we're going all over the place. I think mm-hmm. in total, we spent screen time like more than like like a quick scene. We spent screen time in like seven different universes. Yeah, more than across sure. the yeah. multi- or a multiverse of madness. I'll say yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Very true. Um, it's uh, yeah, I, I think they certainly felt like, you know, we hit lightning in a bottle with this last one. If we're going to seriously stick the landing with this as a trilogy, we have to go even bigger. And, and they certainly did that. Yeah. Uh, Heath, what about you? I know you were that was something that you were trying to find the right words for when we left the theater. Did you you said you kind of figured it out more or less? Yeah, I think I know what it is for sure. Like, so the first film is a 
incredible, perfect melding of soundtrack, visuals, and story. Mm. Incredible melding of it. This film felt like I was watching God-tier visuals while also very good music is playing somewhere over here, and I was trying to make out what the story is. I, I think I hope that makes sense. Like you don't think uh, they all melded together as well as in the first one? They did not melt. Okay, like, that's fair. Like the 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 music transcended what you're seeing on the film in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like the visuals complemented by the by the music made it incredible. The, yeah. On the beat hits and all that kind of stuff. This film felt like they had very good music playing over a a a, a film they already had visuals they already had. That's a good. It didn't way. melt that's together. An point. And then also. I had a lot of issues understanding with the plot because there's a lot of times where I'll be honest, the first part of the movie with Gwen Stacy and stuff, I didn't know what she was saying for 90% of the, of that part. You're not the and only I one only that started, has that complaint. That's been popping up on like IGN and stuff. People complaining about just the mixing. Like you couldn't hear her dialogue. I, I do not understand what she was saying at all. And like huh. Hobie, everyone was laughing at what Hobie was saying. I was like, what the fuck did this guy say? Is it because I don't like <laughs> don't understand British <laughs> yeah, slang this, or what is this, this guy saying? Dirty Brit can't get in, get the fish <laughs> yeah. and chips out of your mouth, buddy. Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like obviously there's quiet moments where he's like talking with his family and stuff, and those were heartfelt and great. But in between that, I was like, these visuals are incredible. This music is good, but there's no melding of it. They didn't combine it well enough. There wasn't like on the, like the music as bass is hitting, he's punching someone or something. Like they didn't meld it right. right. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. Um, it's so uh, so interesting that you said that because I feel like with the first movie, the music and the soundtrack is like a character in itself. Absolutely, that helps for sure. Advance the story and the plot. Whereas this one, like, I don't have any memorable tracks per se because like there's like four in the first one that I can like I can picture the song right. and I can tell you what's <laughs> yeah. happening in the movie. Yeah. Um, and Absolutely. I granted it's been five years or four and a half years. So that stuff could grow on you. Sure. Um, but this one, I, I couldn't tell you like a sing, I couldn't tell you a single track and like what, um, what it's doing in significance to the film. So I, I get it. Like the music is really good. I haven't mm-hmm. gone. I wanted to go back on <coughs> Spotify and listen to the soundtrack on its own. Cause yeah, I know yeah. there's some good tracks in there. I just haven't done it yet. But in terms of like having the music complement the film, I get where you're coming from. I think that leads to the whole, this is so, this is grander. Uh, the Each song packed more of a punch in the first movie because there were there were yes. less yes. songs, but each song, like the, I mean, Sunflower speaks for itself, but even the, the song- What's up, Danger? What's up, dude? That's yeah. a scene that still gives me goosebumps every single time I watch Seriously. it. Seriously. That might Start be one of my favorite isolated scenes in cinema. Like definitely top Start 10 riot. for sure. That's one of the- I love- uh, it's scared a little, of the dark when there you go, Uncle yeah. Aaron dies. I think it's like, yeah, like Lil Wayne or someone's on that track. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is so, seeing the city with that, like the med- uh, melody in the background is just, it's so, it hits so hard. It's so great. Absolutely. This movie definitely didn't give like moments to the song that much because the moment went to the visuals. Yes. Uh, which I don't think is a bad thing, which is why this is such like an apples to orange like comparison because- the visuals in this movie completely shatter the first one where it's like, uh, I mean, I, I guess like kind of where to start is like the opening scene you mentioned with Gwen, the like pastel watercolors and stuff yeah, was like, I loved looking at it. <laughs> like in the way that it was extremely, it was like an extremely artistic take where like the background would like almost anime 
would reflect the emotion. The colors would just drastically mm-hmm. change. Like one of my favorite moments was when Captain Stacy's making the decision of like, oh, oh my God, Spider Woman's my my daughter. There's literally a black line, and it's like yeah. there's white. It's it's he's split. He's torn. And then it slowly pulls uh, the the background like moves forward, I guess, and like the, he gets swallowed by the black of the the black line. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, that storytelling later when she's crying to her dad, the water's freaking the background's like ble- like dripping, like the water yep. is literally bleeding. I'm like that. That was so. It, this movie is gonna win some kind of visual Oscar. It's gonna be nominated clearly. You oh, it can has take to. It's, any ar- it's already got locked up. Uh, it's already got locked up the animated feature as yeah. well. Oh like, yeah, there's nothing's gonna top this. You take any frame, it's poster worthy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Incredible. I uh, I love the watercolor elements of yes. Gwen's Earth. I thought that was incredibly well. I love that opening scene before the uh before the title crap the title card. Like I just the thought drums, it was dude. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was really well done. I think it fleshed out her character really well. And you kind of see like why she's very closed off the way that she is. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was exceptional. Um, and it's a good introduction to some of the other characters that we're going to get to know in this film as well. But we'll we'll For get sure. to them when we get to them, I guess. Yeah. Did did you guys... I was playing it back in my head. And I didn't look it up afterwards. Was there a... Uh, before the movie even technically started, was there like a cough an, like animation thing on the corner of the screen? Did you guys see that? I got to look this up. I swear... It's black screen. Like, it's like... Mar- like In association, which always makes me laugh. In association with Marvel black screen mm-hmm. and then i thought i saw like a comic booky like caught like the word cough as i thought i thought i heard a cough because <laughs> okay. it was like in the theater and i heard someone behind me cough and i saw i swear i saw it i'm not tripping huh. uh, you because, might have been tripping because then it did the yeah, title the yeah. title cards where it was like all the really cool <laughs> title card sequences is this the first time we've seen lord and miller's like is that I've, i don't think i've seen that uh title card before from laura which one like their logo card lord and miller it was like a it reminded me of like a rolls royce logo or so it was like almost I can't describe it really. I I I don't think I've seen it might have been. It's like an emblem, right? It looked like a yeah. Yeah. Like a I, I had definitely didn't see it in like the Lego movie or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't even remember. I don't it, remember the title card. I mean, I'm seeing this movie freaking again. I promise you that. But <laughs> yeah, I, that I, was I, I, I have to see it again because yeah. for elements that we'll touch on later, I think it's important. I think you have to with everything that's going on. Like mm-hmm. to like fully engulf yourself in whatever these worlds are going to be. You're going to miss a lot the first time around for sure. Uh, yeah, I loved the opening. I love how much time we spent with Gwen. I let the introduction mm-hmm. of the plot of this movie of Miguel and the whole like spider police, the whole like they're like, policing the multiverse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great introduction to it. I li- I gripped my arm, my, uh, my armrest when they started using the term cannon. I'm like, let's freaking go. What a comic book sick, movie yeah. that they're using. Yeah. Like it's, it's called the, they're not going with timeline. They're like, Oh no, like, they're not going like doc, uh, doc from back to the future. But, like the spice <laughs> time space continuum. No, the cannon is going to get broken. I'm like, let's mm-hmm. freaking go. Uh, and then we get that. We get in, reintroduced to miles. Who's gotten like a growth spurt and stuff. I loved his introduction and how he's yeah. kind of gotten being a, being Spider-Man more or less figured out. What'd you guys mm-hmm. think of, uh, of miles? This time around, he's incredible. Yeah, I think you can definitely see his attitude. And it's obviously a lot of torn between being Spider-Man and being a regular human, like just a kid. Uh, I think they really, obviously they hit on the first one a lot, but this this one like felt more heartfelt. Like he was really, really struggling with the balance. Uh, His character has definitely had a lot of growth in this one. Yeah, it's felt like he like had fully accepted his role as Spider-Man this time around, um, knowing how important he is to 
um, to not only Brooklyn where he lives, but just mm-hmm. New York. Um, and I think uh, the element of him, what was it, a year and a half had passed since the events of the first film. No trace at any point of any of the other spider people. So he truly was on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he grew into it very well. Um, yeah, he's like in that that opening scene with um, with the spot and with like him trying to like just stop the petty crimes to like get to his uh, get to his um, counselor yeah. meeting or whatever it was. Um, it, he had like the comfortable comfortableness of being Spider-Man already. And I think it I think it suited his character very well because he was always very like cocky. Like that's just how yeah, he was. Yeah in the first one too. So now he, he can feel that way with his Spider-Man abilities as well. And I think that was great. I was surprised that, um, like the suit that he had in, in this film. Um, I would have maybe, I know we saw like, we saw it with the, uh, with the artwork and everything in the posters and everything ahead of time in the trailers. I thought maybe it would look a little different from the first movie. Cause in the first one, he's essentially just spray painting a regular Spider-Man suit. And that's just what he wears to the final battle. I thought maybe they would, change it up a little bit, but I think it works for his character. So it's just something I thought maybe they would try. I liked the suit. I thought it looked good. I thought it mm-hmm. was, uh, it was just, it was a cool like, visually. It was, it looked kind of cool. There were moments where it almost looked like carbon fibery at a certain like yes. lights and stuff. I just, I like how that looked like how sleek it looked. I agree, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I love seeing this is, it's my favorite kind of Spider-Man. The, the quippy guy stopping a robbery is just fun. For sure. It's just, it's the yeah. bread and butter of Spider-Man. That's why uh, that's why people really like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, because he did that the best. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I love I mm-hmm. love that. I love the familiarity of everyone with this new Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I, I like that a lot. I liked Spot. I liked uh, seeing him as in this. It, they did the whole the tease, the teasing thing where he's like, I'm from your past, blah, blah, blah. I can't tell you how excited I am that he's the bagel guy because that was always one of my favorite visual gags from the first one mm-hmm. where the guy, cause the the bit is that that uh, Peter B. Parker's like, yeah, grab a bagel and then he does it and then he throws it and just the little comic bookie showing the, the, the word bagel when he gets hit yeah. and feeding in. And I got to say, I think it is, it, it's one of the times where I'm like, did they actually plan this far ahead or did they have the most brilliant aha moment to make it all make sense in the end? We will never know. I will never, we'll never know. It is probably the best. I don't know how to describe this long con or just the best. Yeah, that's what we meant to do. The whole, the spider that bit miles is from the wrong dimension. And it's cause it, it, in hindsight, watching it back, the spider does the little dimensional glitchy thing. Yeah, it absolutely. And you don't think yeah. anything you of it. Never think about it in the first movie of why yeah. you're like it's a special spider. Why wouldn't it be all freaky? <laughs> right, because it because it, gl- it glitches before we see the other spider people when they're glitching. Yeah. So by the time you see them, you're not even thinking about the spider anymore. Which I'm like, they must have known that this is from yeah. another because that's not how Miles gets his powers in the comics. So that is a completely original no. idea that they have that. I sincerely applaud them as brilliant. I think that is a brilliant mm-hmm. way to have this story of, of miles uh, take place. Uh, I, for, I mean, we got to tackle it at some point and I forgot to mention earlier, there was uh, numerous talk or uh, jokes, Easter eggs, whatever you want to call it of the other Spider-Man movies and things uh, earlier. They got it out of the way with Miguel talking about like, don't get me started on Dr. Strange and mm-hmm. uh, which 
this movie. The little wimp from the little nerd, whatever. Yeah. Which go back to Geeks rants about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. They're right. This is not the MCU is not 616. Kevin no, Feige. That's the comic universe. I respect you. You're wrong. You are yeah, dead wrong. wrong. And they I like that Sony was to be like, no, no, it's this is that's, they heard that you agent, no they're like, we'll fix this. Don't worry. Yes, they do. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh and they're definitely gonna get have to get to the other Easter eggs and stuff uh as we get further down the line. But there's a lot. There's a ton. <laughs> too much. Yeah, too much. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Then we get uh, Miguel going through his the the Spider Man of it all. The whole I can't balance my superhero life with my personal life. Uh, I like that. I will say that with the setup or with the speeches uh, that his mom and dad give him, I was expecting one of them to not make it out of this movie alive. This movie's me too, dude. Yeah, I mean that was the whole point of the movie, though, right? In hindsight, it's like the whole reason these events are taking place is because. Well, I guess we'll really get into it here. The rest of the spider people yeah. are trying to prevent Miles from keeping his father alive. Yes. Like that's the that's the real mm-hmm. that's the real plot of the film. Like that's what yeah. it really like. The spot is a great like villain and he plays elements into the multi multiversal aspects of this. But in terms of this film, he's a conduit to the main. He disappears mm-hmm. for like forty-five minutes, fifty he, minutes at a time. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> he's not in. Yeah. He he drives more or less the plot, but it's just yeah. the bad guy existing. But yeah, you're right. That is yeah. the whole bullet point story of Miles trying to save his dad. But I was expecting mm-hmm. Mom to get killed by the end of this movie when she gives that well, long, drawn out speech. I him. think she's still going to honestly. You think she's the one that's going to die? I don't want to get to that uh, point. I don't want to get to this point already. We're like Let's already talking the next part, but I think he's going to save his dad. In change, fate is going to take his mom. He's going to be like, I didn't stop it, and like, no, you did change it, and you also gave the rest of Spider Man's, you know, faith that we can actually change things too. It's and, interesting. Uh, it's it's interesting because in the Ultimate Universe comic run that Miles was created for, it his, is his mom, mom. dies, yeah. but. In the Spider-Man PS4 game, which I think a lot of people are introduced to Miles from that, mm-hmm. it is his father who dies. True. So yeah, correct. Like, it was in, it was interesting that that's the route that they were going with this one. So I think it's up in the air. Like it's not like your standard Peter Parker where it's like, well, yeah, it's Uncle Ben. It's always Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, this time it it could be either one of them. Like because it when it becomes to like multiversal things, anything can happen. Anything's on the table with these movies. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what uh, I don't know what they were gonna do, um, but I'm glad they both survived. At least this, this movie. film. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they both made it through this film. I think in this. I mean, I guess I'll make my prediction. I think both parents will live because I feel like that's the theme. The whole point of this is like your fate not being predetermined. Yeah, that's Miles's whole thing is breaking that, and by saving mm-hmm. the which. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll talk in, in a second, but like my uh, miles goes and he gets, I mean, I'm not trying to recap the whole movie, but he, Gwen <laughs> shows up. like, Hey, I will say I adore how thirsty they made miles in this with. Oh yeah. Dude. Boy. I love how unapologetic thirsty. they are. He's 15. He's like, what? Yeah. He's 15, 16 years old. It's totally, totally reasonable. I'm just surprised those pictures, way. those, those pages weren't stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things have you seen the clips of real life of uh i think his name is malik right the act the voice actor shameek moore shameek moore, moore sorry shameek moore and uh Haley steinfeld doing press mm-hmm. like the press tour and him being 
thirsty as crap during the, where he's talking about it's really easy to play like a like that that my character loves her when I'm in the same booth as Haley and like all this stuff. Just, oh my gosh, dude! My dude's shooting his his Spider Man shot because yes. yes. yeah, the PR is probably like abort, 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 yeah. please. Like, yeah, right? Keep it cute for the love of God. Keep it cute and yeah. fun. This is still this is still an animated <laughs> movie. And call her movie. bro and punch her shoulder because we gotta keep this. We gotta keep this fun and light. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's yeah. He's super super thirsty for her. She got you know the time cop power, so she's able to go yeah. around time, and then she goes and messes up the timeline because Spot gets away. Blah 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 blah. But then the basically the rest of the movie is him in the multiverse, if you will. They they go to uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically the India universe, which I oh, love. Oh, it's uh, what do they call it? They Mumbai, Mumbai, or something like that. It's like a mix like between Mumbai and Manhattan, something which was like dope. that. Yeah, it was cool. I love that. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the bit of the perfect guy. Like, I've, I, it, it's yeah. become very commonplace now. But the whole bit where the joke is he's aware is like, yeah, I'm so flawless and perfect. I love them <laughs> doing that for this guy because I feel yeah. like they're we're really, it's easy to teeter. It's hard to teeter the line. It's easy to, like, get distasteful when it comes to this isn't, like, a more India-type universe. And I'm like, oh, God, what stereotypes are we doing now for this one? Instead, like... <laughs> It's like no, he is a the perfect specimen, the the hap, the the boring, if you will, because everything in his life is is flawless and perfect. I loved that. I loved seeing this world, and I mean, obviously, in the visuals of it as well, how different this looked as opposed to yeah, the, the visuals were sweet. The, the Miles' universe. Um, I will say that that was my favorite scene in the movie. All the I stuff think so too. in that's awesome. Moonbatten, yeah, I think that was just so well done. Um, the way that they save everybody in that scene it's the introduction to spider punk who was probably the standout character in this film for mm-hmm. most people for sure um for multiple reasons not only just because you know he was played by an academy award winning actor in dana kaluuya um not because he had really cool powers um or which my favorite fun fact from this film um i just found this out like a week or two ago that singular character spider punk took over two years for this team to animate I saw something Holy about shit, that. Holy shit, are you yeah. serious? Said, like yeah, every aspect of him was because di- the nature of like, chaos and anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Like different frame rates for like his shirt and his like pants yeah. and like, they were everything. all separate. Yeah, that was cool. Like That's it was like a insane. like cut out from a magazine, awesome. very pop punk art style. It's yeah. supposed to be like a like the Sex Pistols, right? How they like, there's they're yeah yeah yeah. That's that, what that type, that that type can, of yeah. yeah. That's what they're pulling from. Yeah, which is great. Just seeing that exist in this world. Uh, and I, I forgot to mention the uh, in the top uh, with with uh, Spider Gwen or uh, Spider Woman, whatever they want to call her in this one. We need to finite her name, okay? We've gone Spider <laughs> Woman. About, uh, the, the one with the motorcycle. Spider? No, no, no. Haley Steinfeld's character. The, she's. Spider, oh, yeah. I guess they. they uh, well, she's I mean, Spider Woman here. Right. They're not going to call her Spider Gwen in the I'm movies. Full, they're not yes. going to do that. But then yeah, in like so, but I, I understand other iterations, from. I'm I'm pulling from the kids cartoon that my son watches. She's ghost spider. It's like I've heard that right. before. It's like, yeah. let's yep. just pick one and stick with it. Because I think they're just going to refer to her as spider woman. Probably they've stuck with that with this one. Yeah, because, you know, they call Miles spider man. So it's like, yeah, and they need to work that out, it, too. Well, they need to. I'll get to that at the end. I uh, I'm kind of <laughs> uh, we need to figure something out with the Peter and Miles living in the same universe type thing. Uh, even in comics, games, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, the vulture in that opening scene, I loved his art style. That was animated well too. Which was just like, what the, like the idea of it was like, oh, it's like a renaissance steampunky type. I'm like, that's cool as, that's cool enough. Let alone mm-hmm. like the the art style of it 
yeah. was just so freaking cool. Uh, but bring us back to that. Yeah, I loved the the. I forgot his what what his name is what his name is with the 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 Indian uh, Spider Man. That was his like little yo yo thing, like the the way he oh, did his web. Cool, yeah. It was just cool to see. Yeah, it was just cool. I loved the, and I think it you know did, who that voice actor is. Yeah, that's yeah, it's the it's the guy from Deadpool. From, yeah, um, yeah, I, I forget incredible. his name, but he was great. Yeah, for sure, loved it, and I think it did really well to really set up what the whole like stakes are for this movie, which. I guess leads to they had a difficult job in this. What I anytime you have a movie where there's no, there is an antagonist in this, but the real antagonist of this movie isn't really the spot. It's all the Spider Man. It's Miguel more or less. Miguel. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I would argue it is all of them, and I have mm-hmm. I have reasonings for and feeling yeah, that. Yeah, that's way. totally fair. And that this type of movie it has a difficult job of they're antagonists, but they have to have the right intentions. And I think the scale mm-hmm. of this is good if it's not quite great for me but it's still really good in terms of the universe can die everyone will die if one person doesn't Mm. die and that's a very difficult line to toe what did you guys think of that well i think this is kind of where like a criticism of mine would come in it's very very convoluted the sense of like what can and can't happen amongst these spider people so first and foremost one thing that confused the hell out of me is the, oh, in every universe, a captain dies. It's like, well, hold on a second. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not that's not exactly correct. Um, because they do that whole scene when Miles and Miguel first meet and they go like through all of the like the other scenarios and other universes. And it has like the running line of the different spider people like sitting there and holding their dying person yes. at that time. You know, there's we see Gwen with her best friend, Peter. We see Peter B. Parker with his Uncle Ben. We see we even see Miles with his Uncle Aaron. And then we, we get like some Toby cameo Maguire, ones as well. We see. Yeah. Andrew and we Garfield. see Andrew. Yeah. yeah. With his Captain Stacy. So, like, I thought it was really weird that, like, the route they tried to go with. That. I was like, yo, my dad's going to be the police captain. That means he has to die where you just showed in like multitudes that well, it's not just like it's just losing somebody important to you is kind of mm. the the gauge that I was getting there. So I just thought it was a little a little tricky the way that they were trying to put that like basically the way they tried to justify the actions of the rest of the spider people, I think kind of missed the mark a little bit for me because they come off like I, in my opinion, just straight villainous for most of the movie, it, including, you know, including Gwen and Peter, because we know in this film that they just straight up they knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I know they like kind of were hesitant to do it, but they, they knew that bringing miles here was going to cause this. And they, they knew miles well enough to know that he wasn't just going to be like, Oh, my dad needs to die. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Like that's, I just think they didn't do a great job of showing us the side of the rest of the spider people. Because from the way I see it is, Miguel is like, oh, I really screwed up on this earth and everybody got erased. So now it's my job to make sure it doesn't happen again. But it's like he's very aggressive in the way that he goes about it, like very much so. And it's like, well, buddy, like you you're the you did the original screw up. So, like, why should I listen to you to begin with? Like, and I know people are gonna be like, oh, well, he's experienced it. So everybody should listen to him. It's like, well, he's 
No one else had screwed up before that. Like he was very selfish in his action that he did. He, he, I believe it was his, the version of him on this earth died. So he went over there to try and take yeah, that, they, that uh, earth's version of him's place and like become Scarlet a father and stuff like from, that. Uh, from yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So uh, like everything that he did was a selfish action. So it was hard for me to like really see his perspective on things like I, I'm not saying he was wrong. I think it's it's right to like under like want these universes to stay intact. I totally get that. But I just don't think the film if I had one major criticism of the film and it's still not one that would sway me from enjoying the film or telling people like if my biggest thing is they didn't do a good enough job in balancing the heroes properly, because I mm. personally think that miles like i would be like if it was like a civil war type of thing where the heroes are always fighting heroes now with in all these movies i feel like you'd be team miles be pretty hard pressed to go the other way yeah i agree i I think i agree with you the most part but i also feel like that was very intentional like miguel obviously did a really fucked up very selfish thing and he Mm -hmm. suffered for it and he has that it's like the whole misery loves company type thing he he may he spoke all this thing that he speaks he thinks to be the truth they all drink yeah. the Kool-Aid, thinks this ha- is what has to happen. He has all this like web and this whole theory planned out. What really all he's doing is taking out his emotions of what his messed up life and you know everything he's lived through and putting on all the other Spider-Mans across the universe. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, 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 yeah, they all just drink the Kool-Aid essentially. And that kind of makes yeah. a little bit of sense. Um, so I can kind of understand where they're coming from at the same time. Uh, I can see where you're coming from as well, Ryan, as far as like also not thinking they should speak their, yeah. their mind as well. I also don't think it's it's good enough for like one occurrence to happen. So now That's we know exactly, exactly my what point. we need to do. I think the way to fix yeah. it, we needed more instances of it happening. I think it needed yeah. to yeah. be done. Or it needed to be done in a way that they're like, no, dude, we have tried countless right. times. We've lost countless Spider-Men. Like, do you think you're the first Spider-Man that thinks it's wrong to let someone die? They're like, we have tried. Frankly, like, I think it would have been better. It would have been good if they had, because surely there had to have been like an Uncle Ben Spider-Man, like in the span of multiverses, <laughs> an Uncle Ben becomes Spider-Man because his son or his like, nephew Peter gets killed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, him being like, no, nah, dude, mm-hmm. like with great power, like this is the responsibility is the whole universe. And that's the hard part is, is letting like, I guess just doing your responsibility. Like the real responsibility is like saving the world. And heavy is yeah. the head that wears it. Like we, that needed definitely to be emphasized more. And I, I agree with you. With mm-hmm. great power comes great responsibility. That's the responsibility. Yep, there it is. Yeah. The power to save the world instead of just one. He's like, you think it's it's easier to just save one person? It's harder to save the whole world. Like that's so much. There's there's a way to do that. And I agree with you, Ryan. There it was. Like I said, that's why it wasn't done great for me. And I actually just my own personal stuff. Like when it's when it comes out that. Gwen, Spider Gwen, and Peter B. Parker and stuff were in on it. I was like, "Well, you're cut out. <laughs> I, I don't forgive <laughs> <Yeah>. you guys." <laughs> like, right. When they were on the train and stuff, I'm like, "I don't forgive you. You're my enemy yeah. now. I guess I'm the good guy in this story." Yeah, and that's going to be interesting going to the next one because, like, you know, we're just supposed to assume that they're all going to reconcile um, in the next one. But if you're Miles, it's like, why? Why would you do? Why would you forgive them? There's no reason for him to. Yeah, like that's going to have to be a huge chunk of the movie is them basically doing penance for what they did. Like they, I don't want to say they tricked Miles. I think the goal was to just never have him involved in this to begin with. 
Yeah. Um, and just kind of let things fall the way that they do. But Gwen screws that up and that's why everybody's so mad at her. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't think it's going to be good enough for them to like show up and save miles and him be like, you guys came back for me. Wow. All is forgiven. I just don't think that's going to be good enough. Do you think this next one's going to end with the motivational speech and all the Spider-Men like laying down their arms, if you will. And then Miguel, the only is the only one who doesn't want to, and they have to like put him down or they have to like put him in spider. Oh my jail. God. You think they're going to, I was going to say, you think they're going to kill yeah, us? This is shit. Dude. Well, I mean, he's not the only, he, he can't be, he's not the only Spider-Man 2099, like in, in yeah. the whole span well, of that's the verse. That's another good question. Um, why are there no other Miles Morales Spider-Man? Yeah, that's going to bug me because they can't. Yeah. Did they, they explain that though? They both. Well, no, it doesn't they work ex- because they're yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. They're like the comic book universes exist. That is canon. The video yeah. games extremely exist because they've got cameos. Yeah. Okay, as you were saying, that's your saying. He yeah. exists Miles in is in, yeah, he, Miles okay. Morales, Spider-Man exists, but for whatever reason in this movie, he's the only Miles Morales Spider-Man. It's the same thing with Gwen. She's the only Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. Like, there's, you know, that might be 1800. There's the, 1800 yeah. Peter Parkers, but there's there's only one Miles, one Gwen. It's like it, it's it's a nitpick. There's it's your completely uh, a nitpick. There's your third movie, mm. like action set piece where we're going to have like, I can't trust anyone. You know who I can trust? Like, I think I'm going to call Marcel. it now. So this ends on a cliffhanger as everyone that saw this, saw this knows. I think uh, Prowler Miles is going to team up with Spider-Man with our miles. I think we're going to get like a group of like, let's go recruit the freaking miles. Then <laughs> let's just do, let's have a team of miles oh, doing this and get all the different versions see, of him. I disagree. You don't think, I so? don't think that's the route. I don't think that's the route they're going to go. Um, if anything, I think this miles is going to try and get to the other universe and replace our miles. That'd be interesting. I think he's like, Oh, there's a universe where both of my parents are still alive. I'm going to mm-hmm. go there, dude. I'm not going to lie. That scene tripped me up. I, that was like a, that was so <gasps> that was shocking. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. Did like, that was like, you want to talk about like actual, like shocking reveals in a movie that I'd never saw that. They kind. Back Didn't to even the cross future my mind. Us. They freaking yeah. back to the future to us. They did. <laughs> Where it's so, and it's so in your freaking face because literally when he goes, when he gets zapped, he goes to the go home machine. It's like universe 42 it shows you. Yeah. But, yeah, we're so but you, don't, you don't think about it. Yeah, we're so conditioned yeah. to 42 being like that's a con- a constant thing that we've seen in this uh in the series that we forget that they straight up showed us in the beginning that this is Miles 16. Universe 6 yeah. or 161 blah 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 blah. Whatever it was, yeah. 1610. All right, nerd. You got me. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the uh it's the ultimate comics uh universe. So that's Which, where that's that, where he comes from. That's going to bug me too cuz the ultimate comics also is that, is its, its own, own comic. Too. Yeah. Stop no, trying to do that. Yeah. It's wrong. Um, no, but I, I agree with you. Like it's a, it's a thing like like I said, it was like in the first one where you don't think about the spider glitching because you're just mm. not conditioned to think that way. It's the same thing with this one. It's like you at no point think that this what how it how it happens could happen. Like even when Miguel is like, I think he tells him like in the fight, like that spider wasn't meant to bite you or whatever it was. Yeah. You're not registering the fact that like, oh, well, that means if he tries to go home, he's going to go to the home of the spider. It never, never once crossed my mind. I agree. For sure. So I guess that also implies that that Miles should have been bit by the spider. Yeah. That the, Miles that we the see Prowler at the, the Prowler should have been the Spider-Man. Or, or somebody, like even Peter could have, should have been bit by the spider. I guess that's spider. fair, yeah. Somebody in that universe should have. That's why... 
everything is shit in that universe right. and the villains have taken over because nobody was Spider-Man. Yeah, Biff is president, all of it, dude. It's that, that will come to that <laughs> version of New York. Which, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's so interesting that they went the route of saying like, oh, like, if you hadn't been bit by that spider, your universe as Spider-Man would still be alive without That's the cool. need for you. And this universe would have had their Spider-Man. Right. And this is what Not it's like shit. without them having it. So your existence basically cost cost the life of another Spider-Man and the failure of another universe just because of who you are. And I think, I mean, it's to me, like, obviously poetic, the whole circumstances of one's like of your the circumstances of your environment in the whole we know mm-hmm. the potential of miles in this universe mm-hmm. given the right tools he becomes an amazing superhero other universe without the right tools that are given to him straight up circum like just circumstance because he's the same mind he becomes a bad criminal it's 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 obvious but i feel i lo- i like that kind of imagery one and then also just i'm excited to see what happens in the second or in the third movie he they could not he could not join him and i'd still be just as hyped because it's like, let's see this fight like a little, literally like, it's like Scott Pilgrim versus Dark Scott Pilgrim. It's like <laughs> it's the whole yeah. fighting your demons thing. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i very much looking forward to that. I got very hyped. I kind of saw it coming. Uh, I think they dragged it a hair long tempo wise where Uncle Aaron is like, uh, I'm not Prowler. I was like, okay, yeah. we saw that some ninja dude knocked out Miles on the roof. Uh, yeah. get, to, get to it, please. But I really... I loved all that. I mean, we, we skipped over a ton of stuff that I definitely wanted to talk about. Biggest. I think the movie. Go I think please. the movie. Sorry, just real quick for the ending, and then I'll I'll Go lay out for your next point. I think the movie could have easily just ended with Rio Morales being like, "Who's Spider Man?" That could have been cool. You, that, any kind of, that, yeah, yeah, that right there was like, "What do you wh- hold on? Wait, what? What is she saying?" <laughs> and then the rest of the next like what like five to eight minutes. Happens, yeah, it seemed like, like oh bonus. Shit. Like okay. it almost seemed like we didn't deserve the post credit yeah. stuff. It would have been the post credit scene, basically. Yeah, because we don't really get one. I mean, it really. Uh, and I joked about it, but this really does borrow a lot from Back to the Future too, where we yeah, get the scene yeah. of of Marty at his father's tombstone. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> we see Miles looking at the freaking graffiti on the building. Pretty, yeah, it, it mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallel, and I feel like that's kind of that is vi- no, it doesn't. Uh, the second movie doesn't own a cliffhanger there, but it's yeah for sure. I, I'm seeing a lot of parallels between that. But I think it was one of the, I think getting upset by there being a to be continued is a sign of how great the momentum of that is going and like how invested you are. Because I was disappointed mm-hmm. when it's like to be continued. I got mad for like half a second. I'm like, no, it's like, uh, yeah. more. It's like, I got to wait a year. I got to wait another year. It's some bull crap. <laughs> yeah. I, I adored that. I think that it's yeah. it's great. I cannot wait to see what because, again, like in my mind, it's OK. There's a movie in my head where Prowler Miles joins him. Awesome. There's a movie in my head where he doesn't and they fight it out. I'm like, freaking awesome. Like, there's no mm-hmm. downside to, like, there's no bad version of this in my mind, at least. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying, though, with the uh, things that I uh, skipped over, I definitely want to talk about. We said it before, chopped full of Easter eggs. A lot of them worked. Yeah. Some of them I know for Heath and I did not work. Uh, okay. We'll, interesting. We'll get that out of the way. Uh, I know Heath and I share our disdain for the. Did we really have to visit visit the the Venomverse? The that <laughs> mm. was shit. We were there yeah, for too long. Was, I didn't like it. Yeah, it looked weird. I agree. I thought it was like. I think it would have been fine if the spot just pops his head in. Like, oh, this isn't where I wanted to go, and then leaves. Yeah, this and place yeah. sucks. Or just yeah. <laughs> no, that would have yeah. That would have been really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you guys on that one. It was fine, and that got leaked. Before the movie came oh, okay. out, I people didn't leaked oh, that scene. I didn't know so. that either. I will say I'm happy it wasn't 
Tom Hardy. I'm happy it wasn't Venom. This is the way I mm. would prefer it, where it's like, eh, it's yeah. You that, know what it is, but we it's not know. It. Uh, I loved. I one of my parts that I got the most giddy about was uh, when they visit the Lego universe, just because that was sick for sure. I love the Lego like um, Avengers game. I love the Lego yeah, movie, great. and to see it's the same jokes that Lord Miller did with the Lego movie and stuff was just yep. great. Uh, Donald Glover got to speak about that too. That was that, that was, was the, cool. That was the I pop. That. Pretty freaking cool. Yeah, that's the best. That was the best thing 100%. of like cameo wise. Yeah, there were some other contenders, but that was the one where like you legitimately didn't expect to see him. Yeah, I got. I was ecstatic to see live action Donald Glover in. The in, the little, in the little like Loki cell <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the thing. I loved that. I love even just the bit of it felt very Lord Miller. The whole like spider uh, miles running away from the team and the criminals going like, yeah, boo mm-hmm. to all the Spider-Man chasing after him. <laughs> yeah. Cutting back to, to Donald Glover for that split second. I'm like, that's more than we deserve <laughs> having yep. him uh, do that. Having him wear a you whole prowler th- suit for a season. You guys think, um, I believe it's been confirmed. I think that he is the MCU version of that character. Like he's not a he's not a like another version of Prowler. Like he is the same guy that we saw in Spider Man Homecoming. So, do you think we'll see him again in in the MCU timeline? <sighs> I'm iffy about it because I think no little thing because I just rewatched Homecoming. Donald Glover mm. does a thing where like, he kind of keeps like one eye kind of. Uh, like I don't know what the term is, but like one eyelid is droopy like, in uh, yeah. in the movie. He, no, his eyelids were there was no droop. All right, in this uh, in this prowler because uh, I focused on it because I was very curious about it, and so that was not the case. They can clean that up with uh, when he gets any whatever kind of power or whatever. Then they can be like, yeah, and it healed all my stuff, my droopy eye. But he had a Forrest <laughs> Whitaker thing in in Homecoming. <laughs> he did. It's true. And so that's the only reason where I'm like, eh, but we're. Everyone is ex- hoping for it. Everyone's excited about it since homecoming when they're talking about, I have a nephew that goes to yeah, yeah. school here. We're all like eh, nudging everyone that we're sitting next to. Yeah. I want to see it. I, I'm inclined. I want to see it. It's been very clear that live action miles is coming at some point. Some point. Yeah. So they, they need, uh, they need Tom Holland to look a little older before they, uh, before they cast miles. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I that'd think, be for the best. I think they'll do it just because we owe, they owe, Donald Glover this because he unfortunately aged out of being miles. Cause he was, he there, you know, there's our miles, you know, probably 15, yeah. 10, 15 years ago. There's our miles Morales, but he has been involved. He voiced miles in the cartoon. He has been involved every, like, in like virtually every iteration of him. He's been somehow had his finger on, you know, finger on it or something, but we owe it to him to, to keep him around, put him in the suit, give him an action scene. I just I want to see it. I mean, uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm inclined. I'm hopeful for that. I mean, I mean the the Uncle Aaron Davis character is so important to Miles's growth as a character. He's so sure. important. So if you're gonna do eventually a Miles Morales film, he needs to be involved. Like that character needs to be involved. And mm-hmm. if it's gonna take place in the same timeline, the character already exists, so it should be Donald. Like I, I'm sure they could they could work around it, but it feels like something that he would want to do, I would think. Like I, I know think he's so. a busy guy and he's got a ton of different projects going on, but he's very passionate about Spider-Man. And I know he never really got what he was truly hoping for, but hopefully it's a decent enough consolation prize that he would want to continue. I agree. I'm I very much agree with that. Uh 
something. I mean, a lot of, I mean, it's, it's at this point, it's interesting for us to talk about it because that is the movie. That's the whole movie. At that point, there's like a f- hour long chase scene between Miles and the rest <laughs> of the Spider-Man, which, yeah. Yeah, which again is great. You know, it's awesome. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's where a lot of the, I feel like the complaints, I guess, can come from, from certain people in terms of in, instead of story, we get a lot of really cool action, a lot of really cool, uh, Easter eggs and like fans. Oh, they brought Spider-Man, the T-Rex Spider-Man, and we got the spider cat from the freaking video game. Yeah. Uh, all For of that. The, uh, the, um, the one Spider-Man from like the 1950s uh, or 60s or whatever, where he swings yeah. at you, but he doesn't. That move. was awesome. Yes. That, that was great. I love that. That was awesome. Uh, I, it's just my general like rule of thumb. I didn't like the meme in the movie, the whole like Spider-Man pointing the, you, yeah, yeah. I don't like the what are those type humor to me. It dates really hard. I don't like when corporate or like things do memes. It just, it to me, I don't, th- I don't think the, uh, I don't think the Spider-Man pointing thing is ever going to be going to go away. I it's think not. that's, they did that's that joke in the first one though. That's the post credit scene. It'll in that keep movie. happening too. And I was, yeah. I was like, it's eh, still funny. I'm fine. <laughs> they did it in Spider-Man homecoming or in uh, no way home and everybody loved it. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm now you're, you're the only person. Yeah, you're the I'm only, only one. person now. They're gonna beat it to death in every like future iteration of Spider-Man, and then the rest of you will catch up to me in terms of oh yeah, they did beat that joke to death. Uh, I'm fine with it once in the se- one. You get one meme per tr- like trilogy, okay? You can't do the point because I swear to God, if they do the point in the third movie, oh my god, you gotta do a trifecta. It's a part of Spider-Man. That's just part of the lore. They got to do it. <laughs> I, uh, something else that I, a little thing that it didn't bug me, but I was just like, huh, was, uh, they, in the quick recap of like, uh, it's been a year and a half since the first movie, uh, Aunt May moved down to Florida and to which I go, so what happened to all the spider, super cool Spider-Man gear that was in the shed? Miles didn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah. Miles <laughs> Aunt May had, it, yeah. had to go, take it, it with her. It goes with her. Yeah. Like, I feel like that'd be very extremely helpful for she se- for she sells it <laughs> on like a garage sale. Florida ain't cheap, man. Gotta- yeah. Well, in that universe, in that universe, everybody knows that she's you know Peter Parker's aunt. So very fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe she did sell it. Who knows? Kind of surprised we didn't see Mary Jane in this movie. Uh, not well, well, we did. Yes, I meant Miles' bit, universe yeah. is Mary Jane, right? Not her. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they, know, couldn't afford, they couldn't afford Zoe Kravitz this time. <laughs> That's true. I'm a little bit annoyed by what they're doing with Genki. Yeah, I think there's just he's too like, much. Uh, there, there's too much to is focus it just on. Too much going on. Maybe he'll be so a bigger actively. Role he's like actively like I'm not your guy in a chair. I like, like that. Dude, bit. Yes, you fucking are, bro. That was a good bit. Where <laughs> they're like, yeah, but him playing him playing the PS4 Spider Man game was pretty fantastic. funny. Greg. I love that. Was yeah. Awesome. I love how long they lingered on it. It's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Oh yeah, sure. But They're like, hey guys, this is the most popular Spider-Man thing going right now, and that says something considering how many popular Spider-Man things there are. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And they're like, we have to hit this one. And uh, Insomniac Spider-Man gets like more than just a little cameo in this one. He gets to, like actually have some dialogue, which is cool. For sure. Yeah, yeah he came back. Uh, I love. Can't can't not talk about Andy Samberg as Ben Riley. Oh <laughs> my hilarious. gosh, I love that. Hilarious. Bit so much. Uh, I love the broody nightiness of it. I was just mm-hmm. shocked he got as much screen time as he did. I thought that was going to be it when we see him like in the little like lobby area doing yeah. his bit. I'm like, oh, that was fun. And then I was like, that's it. But then the fact that they, he goes on the adventure, I'm like, OK, this is kind of cool. Uh, loved that. I'm sure I didn't go through the cast list. I'm sure it's just riddled with 
with Easter eggs and like. And we kind of covered a lot of them. I know like um, like Josh Keaton voices Spectacular Spider-Man from like the cartoon in like the early 2010s or late 2000s, I believe. I know he was there. Um, and then like some of the other ones are just visual ones. There's no voices attached to them. Ziggy so Marley there. was in this movie? Yeah, he. I don't remember who Ziggy Marley voices, but it's one of the spider people, I believe. I believe so many. I'm happy that Rachel Dratch got work. I'm always mm-hmm. happy anytime she pops up. Uh, Yorma was in this. He was uh, Yorma was the vulture. That's so awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good for him. I love. I, also, I it, love the fact that J.K. Simmons is like canon. Oh yes, <laughs> he yeah. is. He is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. J. Jonah Jameson the, across every the universe, board. every yeah. every universe. Everyone knows that we can't do better. They did. They literally <laughs> used the dial, like the audio from Spider-Man. I think one in the Lego universe. The Lego part, yeah. And yeah, like, they did. Picture this time. I'm like, that's I like. I've seen that movie too many times. I don't recognize that. Uh, Catherine Hahn, Doc Ock was in this. Uh, I think was there just was just like a or something. There's a flashback, flashback, or like one of the, one of the scenes where they were looking at like the other universes. I'm pretty sure she shows up. Oh, Peter so- uh, Song was ganky in this. Man, he's staying mm-hmm. busy. Good for him. Uh, I was blown away that... Who was I blown away by? Uh, oh, man, I just lost my train of thought. I... Yeah, I, I mean, the voice acting in this, I think, was incredible. And uh, that's what it was. Uh, having Peter B. Parker, his role was interesting in this. I think that it was... I think this is setting up for a bigger role in part three. Cause I was very yeah. shocked. It took that long for him to pop up considering he was he, a very big in favorite part of the first one. Yeah. I, I was going to touch on this a little bit too. I think he's kind of sidelined for most of the movie. Um, and I wish the other three Spider-Men from the first one were featured more. Yeah. They um, gave a, or at all. They, yeah. They gave Penny Parker one line early and then we see all three of them are going to go with Gwen and Peter to go save Miles, which that team, that team that they have at the end in that last shot is like, that, that's, that's going to be awesome. That's all such a great, great group of people to go. John um, Mulaney, they were probably considering recasting uh, at the point when they were making the movie. <laughs> so yeah. Now I think they'll be like, OK, so we can bring this like we're cool now. back. Right, yeah. I, back. I mean, I, I mean, because uh, Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir in the in the first one. Are great. They are. They're great. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Cage, yeah. is, Cage is so good. That was Spider Man Noir. Yes. I was shocked. I was he bummed. wasn't. He wasn't in this movie. Like Nick Cage. Oh. I, I'm just. I'm very sure. I think they re- literally. I don't think they've spoken to him. I, I the way I'm perceiving it is they were like, we're making this so that the tease at the end of this one is Noir because we will do what we have to do to get Nick Cage back for this third yeah. movie. He could have been only like, pay you him know, for one of them. I'm, I've heard rumors <laughs> about him doing live action. Nor that could have just been some bull crap. I heard I'm down I, for that. I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch that. Uh, but I that's that's what I've heard. But yeah, I think the teasing of like, hey, the old band is back together. I love the literally them like calling it like the band. I made my own band, blah blah blah. I'm like, that's it, yeah, it's mm-hmm. so great. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's unless there was anything else that you guys wanted to, to mention about it, uh, this movie, I think we. I, we discussed everything I really wanted to in terms of it's, it's it's a larger scale. It's going for a different goal than the first one did. And I like it in a different kind of way. I just gravitate more towards the first movie in terms of a streamlined, smaller uh, type movie. Do you think that this one could get the criticism that other movies in trilogies have gotten where it's just a movie that is setting up the next movie? I think it's fair and I'm not, I'm not mad at okay. that. Just because okay. it, it is a really paper thin plot 
Insane. It is. Yeah. 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 And not compared to the first one where like there's, you know, the plot of the first one. Yeah. Um, I, I could see think, that. Uh, yeah. I don't, I think it, the movie can stand on its own. No problem. Um, but mm-hmm. I know that it's a complaint that people have um, about this film and we know we've heard it with other ones too. So, I mean, I mean, like um, we discussed, it's two and a half hours long. So much happened and yet nothing happened. Yeah. And, and like every, the stuff that is set up for the next film yeah. Isn't isn't it's not things that were set up throughout the whole film. It was things right. that get set up in the last 15 minutes. But also yeah. the stakes feel so much heavier too. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. I think that I mean I don't think it's unfair to be like the movie basically stops once Miles goes and meets Miguel. Like all forward momentum of the story stops short of the whole reveal of like your dad's going to die and he's like no. Yeah. I mean that's really it and then he ends up in the yeah. wrong universe. But before that, I mean, it was really, we're building the relationship between Miles and his parents. We're uh, definitely learning a lot about Spider-Gwen. We are, like, at that point, it's still, like, the same kind of movie as the first one up to that point for me in terms of its intimate relationship. And it's what I like about Spider-Man of, like, we're talking about college and, like, he's never showing, he's brilliant Mm -hmm. but doesn't show up for class, blah, blah, blah. I like, I love that. And then around the halfway point is when it becomes, like, a big action set piece, basically. Um, I did also love that in that scene where he's had me with the guidance counselor, he says like he wants to study. I think it was like what, like quantum theory or whatever it was. Yeah, he wants to go to- the reasoning, the reasoning behind it was that because he wants to see like Gwen and he Peter and everybody Gwen. again. Let's like, be clear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It'd be nice yeah, to see Peter to, B. Parker. He wants to see Gwen. Yeah, he wants to see Gwen. Hell yeah. He, yeah, he wants to be able to visit his friends again. Like that's what he wants. And like he, was like adamant about it. Like, this is what I, I want and I need to do. Cause in the first one, he's very much like an artist. Like that's kind of what he wants to focus yeah, on and no still thing that he cares about, but mm-hmm. right. But this is, I just thought that was a nice little nod. Uh, I agree. To like his growth from the first film. For sure. In that same scene, they also talk about they have a whole little quip about, uh, have your cake and eat it too, which obviously yeah. is an overarching, you know, mm-hmm. message of the whole film. I love how yeah. he took that down too. He's like, make two cakes. Freaking idiots. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Which he does make two cakes, right? Which he does, yeah. Boom. Yep. Foreshadowing. That's exactly what good storytelling does. Also a great Mm -hmm. bit, because like I am not proud whenever he's all screwed up. Perfect like visual (laughs) comedy. And I love the cartoon of it all. Uh yeah, I mean, I think with the visuals of this movie, it's it can stand on its own. Where I, I think it's just the intent. This movie was not trying to be the first movie. It was trying to be a visual spectacle and still carry it on. Was. So that's why I don't blame them if they're like, you know, they're just setting up the end. Well, like it did a really cool job setting up. Those are <laughs> setting up the third movie and being a good movie are not exclusive ideas. They can coexist uh, to get the task done. Yeah. And I think that without the second movie, the third movie wouldn't make any sense because we oh yeah have to, we're still going to end the movie with the whole beating spot. We have to figure out how to beat him. So this movie it really sets that up for sure. And we got to save yeah. them uh, Mumbai Hatton by the end of the third movie. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. If we're getting ready to uh, like wrap up the discussion on this yeah. one, I think it brings us to the things that we would want to see in the next one. For sure. Um, whether it's a cameo or a plot point Ooh. or whatever it's going to be. Like, I, I think there's a, there's a lot on the table. Like I could I could throw one out there to start. Um, I would like to see 
one of the live action Spider-Men like, yes. actually being a character in the next movie. Tom I don't Holland. know which one. Tom would be my pick. Yeah. yeah. I, think I think it'll it would be, be cool. I think it would be great. I think I also think it's, it, it's I also think it'll be Garfield. Yeah. I also think it'll be Garfield, but I would love for them to like really tie it into the MCU because that they had be said sick. some some report had come out recently and I don't remember who said it, but the overarching point was that the MCU is going to acknowledge the events of the Spider-Verse film. So if that's the case, it makes you feel like at some point they're going to intersect in more than just a throwaway line. I'll raise you one. So, so that's what I want. I want I want all three Spider-Men back for a scene. Oh I want Toby, gosh. Andrew, and Tom. I that is such I'm a high bill where it's like sure. <laughs> would that not be the goal then if they're like they're they're wanting one of like them to come back you know what would make people yeah. crap their freaking pants if we're like we sidelined the movie for like three minutes and we're just like guys you're back and it's just them hugging it out i don't think toby mcguire would do it i just feel like he's so I done i see i think i do think we're gonna see toby again as spider-man i just don't think it's gonna be in in these movies i that's i feel like he'd be like a cartoon what? Yeah. I feel I just like don't think, he would be yeah. the hard one to sell. Andrew Garfield would, would be the one that's so excited. He'd be like, yeah, I'll do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think I'll, well, um, maybe not because it is still a Sony movie and we don't really know how he feels towards Sony separate. Yeah, it's true. We don't really know the story of how those other two came back in No Way Home. And I would love to hear it. I would love to hear the story of like, what the pitching process and things like that were um, for that. Cause all I think I know so far is like Kevin and Amy went to Toby together and basically said, if we can't get you, we have to change everything. So mm. um, that's, I think I could have some of that wrong, but I, I would love to get familiar. like one day, one day get a tell all, like even a sit down interview with all the parties and just be like, how did this happen? Because it is one of the biggest cinematic moments ever. So yeah. Um, I hope you're right, AJ. I, I would love to see the, all three of them I just, in the next I, one. I think that'd be great. I think to end this the way it deserves is we need, like, we need, because, like, we got Donald Glover in this. Like, that to me was, like, the moment where I'm like, oh, they're doing this stuff we never thought we were going to get. Or, like, we didn't yeah. even realize we wanted. So I think that's, I like that. I'd like, uh, I want Chris Pine back for a minute. I want Chris Pine Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's dead. Yeah, different version of him. Just bring it back to the voice. I'm fine with it. I don't care. You can, like the multiverse, and that's what something we touched on. We're like the multiverse isn't just like, oh, that was the one version. There's a universe where he's left-handed instead of right-handed, and he's alive. Okay, like that's how this. That's how the multiverse works. Uh, I, I want a, uh, a big showdown. I want big cool fight. I think that, uh, well, because like if you're following the pattern of. The Matrix 2, you have the burly brawl with Neo versus the Thousand Smiths. We got yeah. that in this. Mm -hmm. You want to go intimate then with the third one where it's just Miles v. Miguel or something. Miguel, probably. And I want them just duking it out. Uh, I do want, though, as a request, I want another... I, it's, I, I think it's smart to not chase it, but I want it done. I want another What's Up Danger moment because I feel like this movie mm. didn't have that. They kind of tried to do it a little bit with On the Train with uh with Miguel they had it was I felt like they really tried to build up the moment with the with the cutting and stuff to try to have it be like his his grand big pop and I didn't quite feel it uh I definitely didn't feel it as much as what's up danger I didn't quite feel it enough is what I was wanting I don't think you can match that moment from the first it's one though, I think it's a it's very hard. tall order yeah 
it's just that moment is so perfect because it's the moment where he becomes Spider-Man, essentially. Like, I just I don't know if you can do something that will match that. I'm not sure. I don't think it has to be um, done like an exact parallel, but a moment that's as impactful as that. It could be a song. Could be him moment. saving his dad. Yeah, yeah. Like he saves his dad and then his mom dies or whatever. whatever I want up something big yeah. punching, leave me wanting to, you know, I'm going to rewatch this movie just so I can get to the scene again. Cause I do that mm-hmm. a lot. I've, I've watched spider verse a <laughs> lot and I do that a lot just <laughs> so I can watch that scene with uh, what's up danger. Uh, Heath, any like requests or predictions you got for the, for the conclusion of the movie? The series? Uh, like I said, I think he's going to save his father and turn his mother's going to die. And he's like, I screwed up. This is the thing, you know? And they're like, I'm sorry. It happens to all of us type thing. Um, so for sure that I also hope that, like I was saying, they meld a little bit better. They need to have the visuals go along with the music, not separate from each other. Um, sure. That's a huge request for me, at least. I think they will also disband the multiverse police because I feel like yeah. what I'm yeah. worried about is that because this exists with the whole multiverse and Spider-Verse, I'm worried that we're going to really lose what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. It's the complaints that people mm-hmm. had with the MCU Spider-Man. When you Correct. have access to all of Tony's technology and stuff, you, you're not a, you know the whole I'm poor, I got to sell pictures of me, you know, to make money. We lose that Spider-Man. Uh, which we, is why the, it MC, the, the MCU had what? Six uh, movies with this version of Spider-Man before he finally became the, I live in a shitty apartment. Yeah. In like, New York we got City like, yeah, he's <laughs> poor. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and we finally got it at the very end of the last movie. I feel like it's the same problem with the spider verse with all of these Spider-Men where they have access to, help there's very little stakes in terms of like he always has backup he always has help so i think they're gonna uh, Mm. disband the police they're gonna get rid hopefully get rid of the the ease of multiverse travel you know maybe they'll kind of keep it mildly where it's like oh it's hard but we can do it because i think this is gonna set up this is the big prediction i think it's gonna set up its own series of movies i think spider gwen's gonna get her own movie i think uh miles is obviously gonna get his own movie i think that we're gonna get more solo of these animated Spider-Man movies. That, that uh, I mean, popular. that's the answer. If you're Sony, it's the answer. The writing's on the wall. You live in this animated universe where you can do whatever you want with all of these characters and just let Marvel cook with the live action Spider-Man. Absolutely. <laughs> the only way that they're going to do it, though, is if this one and the next one are financial successes. That's the yeah. only way that they're going to let that happen. Because so it's the thing so with Venom. It, that was the thing with Venom, though. Venom was, this movie did so good, it basically greenlit like six other movies that they could make. Yeah. Like, that's what happened. If Venom hadn't done well, there wouldn't have been a Morbius or a, a Madam Web or Venom 2. I or forgot that, that movie was coming about. Do you yeah. remember that? that thing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that time period where every week we're like, guess who else is joining Madam Web? And now, yeah, right. Now it's just radio <laughs> silence. No one is talking. Well, production fi- I, Madam I think Web. they're. I think they're still filming. I think they're almost done, though. Oh my! They're gosh. still moving forward even with this. Even with that's the like mostly in. The, it's like mostly in the can. I think they might have oh been done before the strike even started. I'm not even. I know they filmed. When's like, Craven I, I coming out? I thought that was supposed Soon. to have already come out. <laughs> Allegedly, we're getting our first footage of Craven within the next couple weeks from Ooh, what I've been told. Man, I'm that's gonna Shoot. tank. Madam Webb's gonna tank and then I think that will be the lesson for Sony to be like, okay, let's just make cartoons, I guess. We- <laughs> <laughs> let's just make Mitchell I mean, versus the machines and Spider-Verse movies. Let's do it. It really is like the perfect formula though. You could 
do whatever you want with any type of Spider-Man. And if it's attached to this Spider-Verse that you've built already, people are going to be interested. Yeah, it's gold. It'd basically be their own, um, their own cinematic universe on itself. Like just, just it's, it's right there. You're already going to make the money from the MCU Spider-Man. Let just do the animated stuff, please. You're so good. You're so good at it. It, It's the, like they win Academy Awards when they do it. Just, just live here, please. Absolutely. I I think that, (laughs) I mean, we're at a, we're still, we just got out of the opening weekend end quote. And it's, I think already made over 200 now. Great. Love it. Where it's like, yeah, this is a, this is making money. Plus I think extremely positive word of mouth. And again, just the awkward season we are with movies, like right presently now like i feel like it's now like it's about to just pop and then we're going to keep rolling and uh um, i don't know in terms of know. in terms of box office i i'm not saying it's going to be good but people no, gonna- I, I know i know you meant box office wise because i know like little mermaid was like a crushing blow f- for people like oh yeah, wait a minute no, we okay. might not be we might not be back yet <laughs> I have, um, but I, like, I, like I said at the top of this episode, when Beast Wars comes out, we'll be fine. I think Beast, here's my <laughs> prediction. I think, and then we can start wrapping up. I think Beast Wars would do well. I think Indiana Jones is going to bomb. Yes. Oh, no. I think it's oh. going to bomb. I think it's easy to I, be like, it'll make a bunch of money. I think Indiana Jones fans, I think there are less Indiana Jones fans than we think <laughs> that'll be like, I know I heard it sucks, but I'm going to see it anyway. I think they're like, how's, I'm um, tired. How's Fast X doing? Uh, I gotta look it up. It did not. I think it dropped a, a normal amount. I think it's okay. Let's look. I think I know because I know like those used to just print money like crazy, but I don't know if they do anymore. Yeah, let's um, see if Vin Diesel I willed know, his part. I, I know. Uh, I know a lot of people are nervous about the next Pixar movie, Elemental, that they're not going to do well. Dude, just yeah. in terms of money. This is all in terms of money. Yeah, they're burying. I know it's it's. That makes me sad because it looks very interesting. Um, and I think, uh, honestly, the movie that might break the buck, the trend could be mission impossible. I think mm. that will do very think well. So, Yeah. The only problem with mission impossible is, and I think this might get corrected, but Tom Cruise apparently was pretty upset because mission impossible is not getting a bunch of IMAX screenings because Oppenheimer's going to yeah. get a second week in IMAX. I think Damn this, Nolan. it's almost unfair. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's what I'm meaning about when it comes to like, it's going to, when the, the, the momentum starts going with the box office this, uh, with the summer, mm-hmm. it just becomes like, dude, the next one's coming out. So we're not going to be able to show this one now. Yeah. Sorry, you got to move over. And so that's what you're talking about with Oppenheimer. And I think that's going to yeah. really cut in to, uh, I just don't, yeah, I, I just don't think Nolan's going to budge. I think he's like, I, sh- I have, it's like 600 pounds of 70 millimeter film. Yeah. I'm showing this for more than, for more than seven days in this IMAX screen. So if you're if you're paramount with Mission Impossible, you should just move back a week. Honestly, because I, I don't think anything else coming out that bad, summer's yeah. gonna we is gonna contend with that. Yeah, just yeah, just push it another week. It was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, so push it, push uh, it one more week. You get all the screens you want. By that time, Dunkirk or not Dunkirk, uh, whatever. What is this next one called? Uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, by the time uh, by the time two weeks is up, Nolan should be satisfied enough that move on. <laughs> like let let. Tom Cruise have the IMAX screens. You already you already pushed Barbie to the Dolby Theater. Don't do that to yeah. make it possible. So Fast X, I just looked it up, uh, got fifth place this previous weekend, and it had a f- uh, 58.3, so like 60% drop from the previous, which is that's normal at this point. So it's at 604.8 uh, million uh, worldwide. Yeah, that's pretty good, point. though. It's okay. pretty good, but yeah. it's not the... It's low for the franchise. It's been dropping. Every movie's been dropping since seven. 
So yeah, I mean, eight and nine were uh, they exist. They're big and in terms of box office, like they're big. But if you look, it goes like billion dollars mm-hmm. to like eight. So I think eight, nine or eight, and then now we're at six hundred. And yeah, I, pr- I think I mean I think I think if they get to eight, they'll be they'll consider themselves pretty happy. I don't know if they're gonna make it. Another, I don't think they're gonna get another two hundred million, especially when Spider Man is out. I, I uh, mean that's the problem. This like this summer in particular, for whatever reason, just feels like like every week there's something. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to which I guess I can kind of announce now, just because the plane tickets have been bought. Uh. We're doing a genre fund episode in July to cover. You mentioned Oppenheimer and, and Barbie. We're going to be doing it live, baby. So that'll mm. be really, really fun. Uh, what's the next one that's coming out? What's the next movie? Asteroid City. Uh, we'll see that yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, there's something something major coming like look the next week. Soon. Transformers yeah. is pretty soon. That's what like. It's pretty soon, yeah. I, think I feel like there's something in, the in between those two weeks, though. Okay. Um, I think. Let me check. Flash. Soon. We forgot about Flash. Flash. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Beast, I'll, I'll Beast Wars that. is actually uh, this weekend. Guess I'm is it this weekend? Beast Wars this week. Oh, Beast Wars uh, is this yeah. weekend, and then uh, the following weekend is Flash and Asteroid City. Yeah, let's cover uh, and element and Elemental. All three come out that weekend. I'll watch. Are they really not going to put Elemental on Disney Plus like day one or anything? No, they're not. They they're, can't. Why is Disney? And this is not the. I don't talk about it. Disney's mean to Pixar, <laughs> and I feel like it's it's spiteful. It's true. You know, it's true. It's hundred percent true. But I mean, the way that they operated with Pixar movies, with like Luca and exactly. Soul, exactly. And like you can just have these, but with Raya the with Last Raya. Dragon and, and Encanto, it's like you have to give us money. It's like well, you're telling yeah. us what you're truly invested in just exactly. by doing. And they're that. like, and look at the and box which is dumb office. because like, right, and it's dumb because that. you all yeah, and also like you own this, yeah. Like, this yeah, like you own this is you still. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it's like, I, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's I don't I I mean, I think that's a JPEG thing, per, to be perfectly honest. I think he's like, well, we're Disney. Like we we need to outshine the people we purchased. And he's a fucking moron. So. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Um, and they're they're under a lot of heat right yeah. now for all the people they fired. Like the hero who saved yeah. Toy Story 2. I don't want to get into yeah. that. But uh yeah. This weekend, before I forget to mention, this weekend, which I think this episode will be out before that. I'm going to try to hammer it out. Mm. Heath and I are going to be at Dallas Fan Expo. We were asked to go. We got invited to come and do our shenanigans there. Uh, We're going to be dropping a lot more videos than we did from when we went to Fan Days. But yeah, it's a stacked lineup. And you better believe actually Shamik Moore is going to be there. So I think I'm going to have him sign my my Spider-Verse 4K because it's, that, like I said, favorite Spider-Man movie. And I'm see if I can be like, hey man. No, I'm not gonna ask him if he uh, if he's still trying to get with uh, with Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> but <laughs> we all I respect the game. But yeah, so look forward to that content. Look forward to we obviously got to talk Beast Wars, and uh, just I mean we're gonna be really hitting the ball. We're gonna be hitting the ground running for the next couple of weeks when all these movies come out. So uh, yeah, do good things on all the social medias. Do good things on refund on all the social medias. Uh, links in the description. And until next time, everybody. Bye. <laughs> To you, sir, I say goodbye. You know what I think we should do? I think we should just say goodbye for tomorrow. Stay thirsty, my friends. Toodaloo! Au revoir! Auf Wiedersehen! Ciao! <laughs>